hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Burnt Pancakes podcast. I have taken a two-week break from recording, and it feels so good to be back in front of the microphone again uh, and talking to you all. Uh, So I had two weeks off for Christmas vacation. Um, We did all the holiday stuff, had family in town. It was amazing and chaotic all at the same time. My kids are still off. They don't go back to school until Monday. And I'm I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, we're we're ready for things to get back to normal again. It's been uh chaotic. I would say that. Loud, chaotic, messy, but also fun at the same time. So I hope all of you had wonderful holidays, got to take a break, recharge, and start fresh in 2024. So that's what my conversation is going to be about today. Um, I always love the New Year's. I hate taking down our Christmas decorations, which we did yesterday. I was super sad. My middle son, just like me, he was like depressed all day, but we took it all down. And it just feels good to have a fresh start. So we're on 2024, new year. Um, it's 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 nice to leave behind what you don't want to bring and look forward to the new things coming up. So there is a trend going around Instagram and probably all of social media. Uh, it's called the 2024 ins and outs. So like what is in or fashionable? in 2024 and what's out. I thought this was a very fun take on the whole New Year's resolution or word of the year um, strategy for the beginning of the year. So I thought I would share my ins and outs. Now, all of the the fashion um, influencers, they're telling us about like fashion trends that are in, fashion trends that are out. Clearly, I am way behind the game because I didn't realize that now the new thing is to wear like your leggings and yoga pants with tall socks. And I'm still like a ankle sock kind of girl. So clearly I'm behind the times. Like it took me forever to get the center part thing down. I, I'm i not on the fashion trends right now. But in terms of motherhood and my life, I want to share what I am putting into 2024 and what is out for me, what is behind. So I thought I would share mine. And um, it's a fun activity. So I hope some of you uh, do it as well. And if you are on social media, hit me up and let me know what your ins and outs are. I swear when everyone posts these, like I'll see one and I cannot help but read all of them. Like it's just, it's really interesting what everyone is putting out there. So if you decide to do this, share it with me because I would love to see. All right. So my first in and out of 2024, not the burger, (laughs) the thing I am bringing in and what is going out. um, I am going to be up-leveling my at-home coffee and I am out with Starbucks. Okay. So this does not mean I'm hating on Starbucks. I'm still going to go there, but um, I have started drinking more coffee at home for just the wallet. It's cheaper. And my friend Jocelyn, who was on a couple of weeks ago, my middle mom friend introduced me to the most amazing coffee that you can make at home. And I don't know, it's such a nice treat for myself to not just have like, I usually just do black coffee with a dash of milk. So when she introduced me to this, I was like, well, forget Starbucks. I'm going to do this. So I'm going to share with you how I'm going to up-level my coffee. Um, Not entirely say goodbye to Starbucks because it is sometimes fun to like have that nice little treat. But 
try this at home because it's really fun. So we were at her son's fifth birthday party and she was like, would anyone like coffee? Oh, of course I would love some. And let me just first say, she is the most incredible baker. Um, she makes breads and cookies and scones, like just fabulous. So of course her coffee is going to be amazing too. So she took, and Jocelyn, if you're listening, I hope I am not getting this wrong. I should get the exact recipe from you. Um, black coffee. She had a milk frother that right after this birthday party, I went and put on my Christmas list because I needed one. She used Mexican vanilla bean extract. I will link it below because I got it off of Amazon and I swear by this. It's delicious. And then um, I think she used sugar. You can use sugar. You can use agave, whatever. And you just froth that up and stick it on top of your coffee. And I'm telling you, it's amazing. I've been having a cup a day. Um, and I don't know. I'm not feeling like I need to go to Starbucks. And I feel like it's a very nice treat to have in my mornings. So in with up-leveling my at-home coffee, out with Starbucks. The next one is um, I am bringing in a morning routine and I am saying goodbye or I'm out with hitting the snooze button. So this all started when my friend Megan, um, you have heard her also on the podcast, love her to death, introduced me to the book, The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. Um, I actually have it right here. Um, It's The Miracle Morning, the not-so-obvious secret guarantee to transform your life before 8 a.m. So I read it, and I was like, okay, cool. This will be great. And I was blown away. It is very inspiring. Um, He teaches you not only why a morning routine is so helpful, but how to actually do it when you have five minutes, when you have an hour. Um, I especially love the tips and the just very like no nonsense reasons why hitting the snooze button is not working for you. So he gives you ideas on how you can get past hitting the snooze button. Um, I will say that I did start doing this and I found a huge change in my mood, especially with my children early in the morning. So normally I would hit snooze until like the absolute last minute when I had to get my kids out of bed, did breakfast, screaming at them to get shoes on, and then we get off to school. After I started doing this morning routine, which he gives you kind of um, some ideas of what you can do, and I'll tell you what mine is and what I'm going to continue doing in 2024. Um But after doing that, even if they got up earlier than I wanted them to, I felt more like at peace and calm and that I had a little bit of time carved out in my day that was for me and me only. Now, I couldn't have done this a couple years ago when I had babies or even a year ago when Maverick was still in a crib and calling for me when it was time to wake up. Like I would still have to physically take him out of bed a year ago. Um... So I'm at the right stage where I can do this, but I just feel like it sets my day off in a better mood. I feel more positive throughout the day and I'm liking the feeling I get. I do notice on days when, I mean, there have been days where I'm like, you know what? I'm really tired and I need to sleep today. Those mornings, I don't feel as good. I don't feel like I got a treat. I, I feel like the morning routine is more like a treat for me now. So what I do in the morning And I've gradually worked my way up to waking up earlier. So I am setting my alarm either between like 5.30 or 5.45, getting out of bed with my alarm. I always say to myself when I wake up and before I get out of bed, I say, today is going to be a great day. I set in the tone, like it's going to happen. 
Um, I have been journaling in the morning and then I will do some sort of like guided meditation, guided hypnosis, or um, I've, I've recently got into EFT tapping. So I'll do like a little bit of that as just like my mental activity. Um, after that, I choose an exercise. So I'm starting to pick up running again. So I'll go for a quick jog. I'm loving the the Peloton guided runs because there's someone constantly talking to you, working you through the run. Um, or I'll do like an exercise in the garage, just something to get my body moving. And then I will come back in the house and choose a book to read. So one of the books was Miracle Morning. I have a list that I'll share in the description of just some of these books that have like really inspired me. Um, these are, I guess you would call them self-help. Um, I, well, actually I would like to call them more like, um, self-motivation or mm, positivity books. I don't know things that like are inspiring me. Um, I'll, I'll include a list of the ones that have really been amazing. So I'll put that in the description, but I'll try and read like maybe a chapter most of the time, my kids wake up sometime in between then, but it's like, this is like my time to do a little bit of reading. I usually have a highlighter out. Um, if the kids do wake up, sometimes I'm like, hey, I'm reading right now. I need you to stay quiet, but just a little bit to start me off fresh. And just that alone feels good. So my morning routine could be just 20 minutes, maybe. That's all I have. Like do a quick little stretch for my workout. But something about including a morning routine has been a game changer. So I am committing to not hitting snooze when I decide to do my morning routine. I think on like Sundays, on weekends, I tend to sleep in a little bit more and we have baseball coming up. So we're going to have some early mornings on Saturdays. Um, but snooze button is out. And what I love about the miracle morning is he teaches you tricks on how to not hit the snooze button. Not only why it's not beneficial to you, but how to like get through that hard part of getting out of bed. Um, so thank you to my friend Megan for sharing with me the miracle morning, because, um, in 2024, that is definitely in my morning routine. Okay. On to the next one. Um, my next one is what is in is finding abundance and what is out, um, seeing lack. So let me explain this one. This one came from another book that I'm reading. I'm actually currently reading this in my morning routine. It's called You Are a Badass, and it's by Jen Sincero. She, I think, has a series of books, and this one, I think, came out quite a while ago, um, and I don't know why I've missed it for so long, because it is incredible. I'm not all the way through it, but there's just been a ton of like huge aha moments. Like, oh, yes, that's totally it. It's, I feel very inspired reading this one. One of the things that she teaches in the book is called a red experiment. So I'm going to explain it to you and then I'm going to tell you to pause it, pause the podcast, because um, I want you to try it because it's really, it, it's incredible. So she says to spend a minute just looking around your room and making note of everything that is red. So you're going to look and, you know, start counting or like noting, okay, that is red, that is red. So pause right now and do that for one minute. Okay, now that you've done that, look at your hands in front of you or like focus on something in front of you. Name everything in the room without looking that's yellow. Okay, if you're like me, you're probably like, 
wait a minute, I was just looking for red. I did not even look at yellow. I was not seeing it. So what she says is that what you choose to focus on becomes your reality. So if you're always focusing on what you don't have, your lack, that is your reality. So that's why I'm out with seeing lack. I don't want to see anymore like what we don't have, what what life is not like. I want to look around and see abundance or draw in and manifest abundance in my life. I thought it was very interesting that this came up at the exact same time that I read about the numerology of 2024. So if you add up two plus two plus four, it equals eight. And the number eight stands for abundance. So this year I am going to see abundance and I am not going to be looking for lack. So I hope that experiment helped. I thought that was a really fun thing to kind of start off the new year in a fun way. All right. Next thing that is out for me or in for me, and this is something I've kind of been working on because I know it's something as um, a mom I'm struggling with. So I'm in with positive affirmations for my kids and myself and out with negative wording. So let me explain that one also. Um, I've noticed that a somewhat older son, he's nine and he tends to do the bare minimum when it comes to school, cleaning, um, any sort of project. Like he doesn't have a lot of attention span. If we see clean the bathroom, he's done literally in like two minutes. Um, and we've been saying like, oh, you're so lazy. Oh, or like he'll do his homework and just like scribble it through and like done with it. Note to self, he's very much like I was as a kid, so I can't blame him. Um, But we kept saying like, oh, you're doing such a lazy job or why are you being such a jerk to your brothers? And I realized that by saying this, I'm almost, uh, what is it, like self-prophesizing? <laughs> I think that's the word. Um, I'm like putting that label on him. So instead of saying like, oh, hey, Ronan, like the bathroom job that you did was not the most complete job. Can you go back and finish? Instead of just saying, you're so lazy, like this is how you clean the bathroom. So I am working on not only using more positive verbiage with my kids, um, but also myself. Like I know my self-talk is not the kindest. Um, Someone once said, the things that you say to yourself, would you ever say that to one of your friends? And the answer is like, of course not. I would never say that to a friend. Why do you say that to yourself who is like the most important person to you? So we're working on negative speaking to my kids and to myself. All right, next one. I am in with book clubs and this one was a hard one to find an out for, but I'm out with like solo reading and just forgetting. So I absolutely love to read. So I always read my like self-help books in the morning, but I am a huge fan of historical fiction. You know, I love reading. I tend to just like speed through a book, read it, and then I'm done with it. I don't really think too much about it. I don't share it with anyone. Well, this year I have asked some of my friends who have pretty similar tastes in books as I do, if they wanted to start a book club, because that has always been like, I guess you'd say on my bucket list or something that I've wanted to do. You know, I see those fun like Pinterest like pins of people who do book clubs and I don't exactly know how it's going to go. Um, I've never actually like ran one, been a part of like an in-person one. So there's going to be some figuring it out as we go. When I told my husband that we were going to do one, 
he also knows the two other women that I asked and he just chuckled. And I'm like, ah, rude. Like, what are you laughing about? He's like, no, no, no. I'm not laughing about the fact that you want to do one. I'm laughing about what I'm envisioning the three of you sitting down and like trying to have a conversation about. He's like, you guys just chit chat the whole time. It just seems funny. He's correct. It's going to be it's going to be so fun. I don't know if we're going to stay on topic and actually talk about the book, but I'm very excited about bringing in book clubs into my 2024 year. Um, okay. Another thing that I am bringing in is treating social media like a community and connecting with friends rather than feeling like it's a job and endless scrolling. So I'm out with the endless scrolling, which I am totally guilty of. I have noticed like I'll sit on the couch watching something. My phone is next to me. And literally like every five minutes, I grab my phone and scroll through Instagram. Yes. Like I clearly am addicted. It's not, I mean, there are a lot of good parts about social media. I It makes me laugh. I think people are so creative and so funny. I love sharing that with other people, but it doesn't have to consume all my attention. So when I thought about what I am putting out into the world, I for sure on my Burnt Pancakes page, um, just want moms to connect. I want them to feel like they're not alone. I want I want to laugh. I love making people laugh. I love seeing the creativity out there. So I want it to feel more like I am creating a community um, of moms that can connect I also have my potty training page. So if you have our toddler mom and you just want information, <laughs> that page is more about helping with potty training. But I want it to feel genuine. I want it to feel like when I go on social media, um, it's to connect with people rather than just scrolling through. Um, I think a lot of us feel that way, but that is definitely something I'm going to focus on this year. Um, one other thing I am, uh, bringing in this year, I think this is my last one. I'm looking at my list, getting through it. Um, one thing I'm bringing in is more one-on-one time and going out with, um, I, I didn't know how to word this lack of special time or like the chaos of all of us in one house, something like that. So what I mean by that. So yesterday, so my kids are still out of school, but my oldest son had a baseball camp. My younger son, his preschool actually did open. So he had school for three hours yesterday and I had just my middle home with me. And I can't even tell you when the last time I had just him with me. Um, I I don't even know my oldest, like when the last time it was just he and I, like it's either all three of the boys all of us together, or it's my youngest when he's not in preschool and the boys are in school. So what I noticed was I I called it like a jet and mommy day. We did go to the car wash. We went to the grocery store, but I like, I felt like we, I got to see kind of a little different side of him. Um, It felt very special. You know, he, there were certain things at the grocery store. He absolutely loves croissants. Um, Love that about him. Um, that we were at Trader Joe's and they had like frozen croissants that you could buy. And he was so excited to show me. And I'm like, yes, put that in the cart. One more thing. But just having that special one-on-one time just felt like that was something he and I needed because we just don't get it. And as a middle kid, he never gets attention, uh, especially with my rowdy group. They are so noisy all the time. So I want to somehow 
not sure when I'm going to fit it in, but more one-on-one time with each of my boys um, and my husband. Like we went on a date night. Um, I think it was right before Christmas, sometime in December. And we both said, when was the last time we went out without our children? Like it has just been way too long. It had probably been since summertime. So that is something like he and I need more one-on-one time without the kids around. Clearly after these three weeks, we definitely need (laughs) a little break from them. Um, But even my own kids, they, I just need to, I think my oldest too, because he's hitting, he's almost preteen. I don't know if he's preteen yet. He's 10. He's going to be 10 in April. So I'm starting to feel like he's um, like pulling away a little bit or just like finding his own. He's got more attitude. And I think if we had a little bit more time together, I could understand him a little bit better. All right. So those are my ins and outs of 2024. What is fashionable? What's not? Um, I think this was a really fun activity. I think this is something that because I've like written it out, because I'm sharing it with you, it just feels like something that um, I can stick to. So I would love to know from you what is in for you, what is out, and I want you to share it with me. Um, Yeah, because that's so fun. So we've got some amazing guests. I did spend the two weeks that uh, I was off from the podcast connecting with people, scheduling some interviews. So I have got some really fun things lined up. Um, our mom conversations this year are going to be amazing. I, I think you're really going to love some of the chats coming up. So make sure to like and subscribe. Make sure to leave a five-star review, follow the podcast because we're back to every Friday, a new conversation. And I would love for you to be a part of it. So, so until next Friday, I want to remind you to just keep flipping. <laughs>